Talk like you're going to talk. Talk like you're talking this about the, the greatest I'm, film you ever, you ever done talk don't, about. Don't even. Do not lead the witness. It's fine. I mean, it, it's going to have to do. Okay. It'll done have to do. <laughs> this will done have to do uh, for now. Oh, man. Welcome to the low ceiling. Welcome to the low ceiling. I'm John. And I'm Pree. Really? And today... Is that what you're going with today? I'm going with... <laughs> I go with the I'm John, but you know what? Yeah, you do that and it's real funny. This is about to be... Comedy. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Comedy right. gold. Oh, gold. Shit. That's yeah. the best of it. Oh, yeah. Um. What's up? Man, I was put through the turmoil. Of having to watch. W- to what are you referring? To watch American Pie 1 in order to watch American Pie 2. The film that we're doing today, which if, is American Pie 2. Yes. We're not doing American Pie 1. No. But I told you to watch <laughs> American Pie 1. <laughs> I, wa- uh, I watched them both twice. Yeah. Oh, God. So four four times you've consumed the Pieverse. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to American <laughs> Pie 2. Yo, he didn't fuck a pie this time. No, there's harsh, uh, there's nary a pie to be seen except <laughs> in the very first scene of this film. This um, is quite possibly the whitest movie I've ever seen. Definitely. It's it's definitely. not just white, it's white. It's very white. Like yeah. Jennifer Coolidge is the only black guy in this film. <laughs> <laughs> just radiating. Jennifer Coolidge is the blackest. Yeah, yeah nothing but panache. Yeah. And... Only comes up for a moment, but it's is it is, worth waiting that can, moment to so, see Jennifer Coolidge? Okay, so Jennifer Coolidge, who recent r- recently one of the biggest stars on earth, my gosh, for her performance in the White Lotus. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I can't, it shouldn't spoil the White Lotus for people, but like obviously everyone knows she's in it. She won an Emmy, at least one. Mm-hmm. Isn't it crazy that Jennifer Coolidge built her career on the foundations of two? cameo appearances <laughs> in raunchy mom. teen sex comedies yeah i, I will say though obviously jay cools uh <laughs> she was she was big in christopher guest's filmography yeah she was in there but like for our generation millennials if that's what you want to call us <laughs> Gross. um we know her as stifler's mom stifler's mom and then she was in white lotus yeah that's basically it there's a 24 year gap there where you're just like <laughs> where is she what was she doing and my god what a comeback and you know what's you know what's wilder you know what's mm. even wilder there's two women in these films like that because Natasha Leone, she pops off in these movies, yeah. disappears for years, yeah. comes back and makes Russian dolls, and everyone's like, isn't she a genius? It's like, I don't know. She hasn't been seen for 20 years. <laughs> well, so, she did uh, Orange is the New Black, so she's been in there quite Right, prominently. so she hasn't been seen for 20 years. Okay, <laughs> okay. Also, I, I do know, I, I'm being flippant, but I do know that Natasha Leone suffered from some cis- substance abuse problems. In oh, the, I didn't know that. In the interceding years. Mm. So I, I know that. That's what I've heard. Well, then, good taking a break. But then, you know, she comes. She comes back, and Russian Doll is a big thing. Um, A show I've never seen, but I've heard is very good. But it's quite good. I've seen it. But it's weird that there's kind of there's two, there's two women like that who then pop off in these these prestigious um, miniseries. That yeah, I don't know. You know who didn't pop off at all? 
Well, most, I think you know. Most of the cast. Well, as soon as all the pies ended, just all of Hollywood was like, okay, we're moving on to a different white guy, TM. And just Jason Biggs was 12 feet in the Hollywood grave, never to be seen again. And you know what's kind of sad about that? I actually think Jason Biggs is quite good in these. I am so upset that as an adult, I find him attractive. I'm annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> that I'm like, he's such a he's such a darling. Is this a cutie? Such a little darling. You know who did? Upset. You know, if if you were today, if you could go back in time and you were you could draft uh, all of the people who are going to have big careers off of this movie. Yeah. You would not pick Allison Hannigan. No, dude. And yet she becomes like she just goes into How I Met Your Mother and is incredible. Is the one and only know? Lily. And she's fantastic in How I Met Your Mother. A- A- yeah. Allison Hannigan in this movie and in the previous American Pie, just sounding like a fucking proto Borat dude. I just yeah, yeah. could not. Yeah. What is, what but, is going on? But you would here? pick like you would pick Jason Biggs, right? I he yeah. is quite good, and then he shows up. I know you haven't seen it, but like he shows up in a couple guest spots in The Good Wife, and you're just like, fucking, he's so good. What is he doing? I'm t- like I told you, Jason Biggs could have been Ted Mosby. In How I Met Your Mother. This, we talked about this, but the American Pie, the, just the vibe and the humor, it feels like a How I Met Your Mother prequel. Yeah. Like, it's it's so, and and his performance is like, it's it's almost like fucking Josh Radner yeah. was like steps away from getting that role and then Jason Biggs swooped in and got it. <laughs> and then Josh Radner ruined Jason Biggs' career by becoming a bigger star. <laughs> Damn it. He market corrected him. We've much solved later. it, everybody. Podcast I'm, is done. Yo, I I Fuck feel like, I feel a little <laughs> bad that I had to watch these movies alone by myself in order to prepare prepare for this pre- prestigious pod. Prestigious to say in other words, I wish I had watched it with a gang of pals just so shocker, surprise audience. I'm not a big boob comedy fan, but this would have been one to enjoy with peers yeah. rather than alone and be well, like, ugh, I am 33. The thing is, though, that every time I see bare breasts on film, I, <laughs> I burst out laughing. <laughs> you know that. Yeah. When we watched Crash together, it was just a laugh a minute. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but so you had something you wanted to say. Yeah. Have you said it? I c- will continue to say it that this fella... J.B. Rogers, who directed this, this movie, came, well, well, like, did not direct American Pie One. Did not direct Pie One, Paul but Pie Whites. Two. Yeah. I think Pie Two came out just like a month before 9/11. Oh yeah, in our series of films that may or may Pre-9/11. not have been affected by 9/11. I'm telling you, the last gasp of a completely different time in America, and you get American Pie Two. So, but it's not any better or any improvement or any different than American Pie 1. If anything, it's kind of a wah, wah. You're wrong. So you that this is better than the first? I have something to say about that. Okay, okay go on. Here, I, I just want to say a couple things. So, so, so far on this pod, the low ceiling canon, if you will. <laughs> Pearl Harbor. Yeah. We've done. Yeah. American Pie 2. Yeah. 9-11 happens. <laughs> yeah. And then we get From Hell. The yes. day after, the day before 9-11. We talked God. about the day before 9-11. Behind Enemy Lines. W- what other 2001 film have we I think that's it so far, but we've done quite a few. Yeah. We don't have to look it up now, but we're we're big in the, we're right in the slot there. We're big in the American now, ethos. Yeah. my thing about this movie. So, directed by J.B. Rogers, J.B. Rogers. The first one's directed by Paul Weitz. His brother, Chris Weitz, goes on to 
produce and direct in Twilight, which is pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, and other um, many other things. Uh, both movies are written by the same guy, though. Adam Hers, I believe his name is, which is great. Do you know how American Pie came to be? No. The script was submitted to producers under the, the title. I have it written down here. I have it written down where this... I knew this already, but I was reminded of it through a Atlantic art, <laughs> article named Was American Pie More Influential Than Titanic? Stop it. Yep. It's yep, big deal. <sighs> the script was submitted under the title Untitled Teenage Sex Comedy <laughs> That Can Be Made for Under $10 Million That Most Readers Will Probably Hate But I Think You Will Like. What? legitimately for real yes like that was the huge yes article title for the that, that was the the spec script was submitted under this name. come on man and it got read and then it got made for 11 million dollars and it made oh. 150 million dollars at the box office yeah well yeah god damn it okay. but it was a big hit american pie one was a big hit yeah but here's the thing that i was gonna get at american pie 2 is a better movie uh. <laughs> <laughs> i say that again uh. American Pie 2 yes. is better. Yes. Do you think, do you agree or do you not agree? <laughs> it's the bar is below the floor, so of course it's not better. Not true. They're good. Oh my God. Yo, okay. I I am not white. Neither. Wait, hold on. What? Hold on. Wait a minute. <laughs> but also, I am not, like, I didn't watch it as a small person. When I was younger, I never no, saw it. No, but that's because you were always six feet tall. Yeah. yeah. I came out of the womb. Dunking. Dunking. <laughs> So I don't have the, I feel bad. I don't have the nostalgia that like a lot of prepubescent children, yeah. s- as you once were last week, you know, enjoyed it. Yeah. People might not know this. I, I just turned 18. Yeah. Um, no, I, so yeah, I saw the original, both the original American Pies when I was like too young. And yeah. I think that's the experience of a lot of people who were born. Perfect. Th- with me what was i saying like who were born around the same time we were yeah was like we saw them like too too young and i know that so american pie one is like big is a big deal for people who are like in high school right but for me i was nine when that came out i probably didn't see it till i was 10 or 11 just when american pie 2 was about to come out yeah 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 like we were like too young to see it but it still leaves like a lasting legacy because it's like the first bear tits making you laugh that you see on screen of course yeah 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 Yeah. which that's what it it should be and it always has been kind of seen as this just a teen movie it's a raunchy teen sex comedy it just embraces the a shitty dick tits ass joke period again yeah and i was actually i I wrote down that i kind of when we rewatched waiting the worst movie we've done (laughs) yeah i kind of thought i was like i kind of thought waiting would be like this but american pie is they are nicer films american pie is better than waiting half down by a wide margin right but also american pie cares about the characters that are in it and you actually like they might not be always morally correct. Yeah. But like <laughs> as as Roger Ebert in his um in his review of American Pie One said, uh raunchy is okay, cruel is not. Mm. And that's kind of it. I think that obviously there's some not aged well parts about filming sure. a lady on the internet against her consent and things like that. Yeah. But a lot of the time the characters like get their comeuppance for doing it. Yeah. You know, like it doesn't like it all works out. Even Stifler, when he's being a jerk, he still ends up drinking cum. 
you know, oh and getting pissed on. I mean, you know, I think the only positive takeaway is that uh, Stifler is bisexual as hell. So good for him. How is he bisexual as hell? Well, he was ready to, uh, quote unquote, take one for the team when. Do you think him and Finch have like a latent homosexual I love I just think he was happening? like, just to see lesbians kiss, he was like, if they want me to touch a man, I will do it. Yeah. So he, you know, is he a woke king this whole time? <laughs> <laughs> Has Stifler been a woke king the whole time? Yeah. yeah. Um, good question. Uh, <laughs> good. I think that will engender lots of discussion on the on the uh, blogosphere. But the answer <laughs> is no. <laughs> I just, I straight out, man. I do not give a fuck about any of these kids. You don't. I just couldn't. I just couldn't like find myself being like, yeah. Every time Mina Suwari's character is on screen, I'm like, I hope she dies. I hope this bitch dies. Uh, she, I like Mina Suwari a lot. I, know. I This movie, like, I feel a lot of nostalgia for American Pie 2 specifically as compared totally to 1. Yeah. I think because, like, American Pie 1 is, I like American Pie 1, but American Pie 2, I, I do genuinely think is a better and more thoughtful film. Yeah. And I think it's like, so one thing, one comment, I saw someone on Reddit comment about one thing that is cool about American Pie that had not really been done before was that it really shows how weirdly insecure boys are about sex in high school. Agreed. Yeah. And that, that doesn't really stop when once you go to college. And the the whole journey that they go on where they're like they're in college but then they realize they're just kind of the same of which yeah i think everyone goes through and i think that they this movie does like a really good job of unpacking all of that with each like character yeah i don't know i think it's just really i think it's nice and i, I feel a lot of nostalgia not to it's... mention the soundtrack to american by two <laughs> fucks hard <laughs> really really hard and if if everyone hasn't listened yeah. to everywhere by michelle branch recently <laughs> Throw it on, because that song <laughs> fucking rules. All I I wish we were doing American Pie one, although that movie got all the highest ratings. So I would have introduced Not myself. Not really. As... It's actually a. It's actually turned into more of like a classic than it was uh, at the time. At the time, it was like it was like kind of like divisively received. Really? You know? Yeah, yeah. It's just huh. become like a, a '90s classic, a late '90s classic. Especially if you think that just the year before something about Mary came out, yeah, and then yeah. American Pie, it's like it was like this rebirth of like raunchy comedies that I okay, think yeah. I think continued into the early 2000s. But something like Waiting is a good example, yeah. But also like old school and like um like a lot of those Todd the Todd Phillips stuff. And then we were talking about how Superbad is probably the common the, the modern day update. Totally. Well, we say modern day; it's 13 years old. Super bad. Like really. Like, but super bad is the updated version of American Pie. Yeah. And then I don't know what the updated version from Super Bad is. Booksmart? Yeah, I think that so that I saw that mentioned. Booksmart oh. or like Easy A maybe Easy kind A, of continues it on. Yeah. But I think Booksmart's probably Booksmart is certainly an updated version of Super Bad. Yeah. And I do think Super Bad is like an updated vibe of American Pie, but it's a lot. I it is like a lot less like sex focused. I think it's it's but more like interpersonal relationships of can, teenagers and here's alcohol. here's a question though. So Roger Ebert kind of decries a little bit in his review, even though he kind of liked this movie. Yeah, he was kind of, American Pie one. I'm talking about and and two. He, he actually gave them both three stars, but like he kind of talks about how like movies have gotten raunchier. Yeah, 
And I feel like they've gotten less raunchy of since course. then. I think they peaked in the early 2000s and then everyone got kind of tired of it. Oh, yeah. And like, because like I was thinking, it's so funny. So I see this comment bandied about the web a lot by mm-hmm. people who are just like, oh, I I hate like sex scenes in movies. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, that's weird because I, I don't really see a lot in film and television these days. Compa- not compared to like their from like 2000 to 2010 even in american pie what sex scene do we ever get to see but sex is the point right yeah so but there's never sense. like a graphic display of it no ever. but i do see i see people talk about they say they it's like they act like there's tons of sex thrown into films these days and yeah. i'm like there's not really though compared like if you look at like early game of thrones or like the sopranos oh yeah dude or like even thinking back to like basic instinct stuff that's like titillating right that's meant to be yeah. edgy in that regard yeah i find these days it's like there's not a lot of that no at all, not in you know cinema unless it's unless it's and and even still i think one of the things i think that criticism f- is annoying is because it's like well sometimes sex is part of the story and you have to have it in there, yeah. you know, or else they wouldn't do it. Like they don't do it just to be like, Hey, here's a thing. But like some people act like it's like, Oh, we could just skip this. And it's like, ah, no, I think they wouldn't put it in unless it was important. You know? Yeah. Like crush where you just got to take the panties. That was off the nineties though. Yeah. I just think cause we, we don't expect it to be as like shocking cause we've matured over time that even do, even if we do see sex and things like game of Thrones, after a while, you're like, oh, or another penis. But in, in like Game of Thrones... It's not even shocking after a while. In it's Game of Thrones, it is kind of meant to, like, be edgy, yeah. though. Like, there are scenes oh, where yeah. you're just, like, they're doing this to, like, push the boundary of what 100%. they can show on television. And as Game of Thrones grew, goes on, went on, there was a lot less of it. It oh, was, yeah. like, in the first couple of seasons, it was there was lots of sex and nudity and... Oh, my God. ...sex and violence mixed together. And then as it went on, they stopped having a lot of that. And I, I think a lot of modern TV and movies doesn't really have a lot. I can't think. No. Especially a lot of a lot of prestige directors these days. I can't think of one who is like classically known for filming sex scenes, you know. Even Fincher in Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, it's like, well, that's part of the story. But everything yeah. else he's ever done doesn't really have a lot of that. You that's know? true. Yeah. I think only HBO gets to get away with it because they're home boobs office. But what, <laughs> but like what HBO show are we talking about today that is like raunchy in with sex, you know? Winning time? Like, I don't know. <laughs> lives of college girls? Yeah, but they don't, there's not tons of sex no. in that. Not even in Sex in the City, and is there? Sex Lives of College Girls also has, doesn't have nudity, I don't think. No, right? no, you're right. You're yeah, right. Even you're though right, it is right. an HBO show. Huh, stuff is tame. What else huh. you got up on this? Come on. I, j- I, <laughs> I have to give a shout out to uh, Bandcamp Man Short Shorts. Yeah. That should come back. Don't you, do you have a question, you have a question for me though about who the most underrated performance is. <laughs> they didn't, weren't you going to ask me that? You know what? I was just, as soon as I stopped talking about short shorts, I was going to be like, speaking of shorts, who is short loved? The most underrated <laughs> performer in this film is that redheaded band camp counselor? <laughs> oh my god, Petey! <laughs> like, oh. like, I'm pissed off. You can tell by the tone of my voice that I'm pissed off. It's my Why favorite line. It's, line. it's so fucking funny. <laughs> it's the best. I love him. He's there for three and a half seconds, and he steals the and show. He steals it. Yeah. Is is he also the guy who 
plays the trumpet later. The trumpet. No, that's the other that's guy. That's the other guy. That okay. guy's a that guy's a that guy. I've seen him in other stuff. He's a he's a big guy. Yeah, he's, he's like shown up in other shows that I've seen. But this other yeah. this redheaded fellow I've never seen before in my life. And he stole your heart. Oh my god, did he steal my heart? There's yeah. Uh, god. It's amazing. Let's talk about the lads. There's four of them, hey. So there's Jim uh Jason Biggs character. I rate them from one to ten now. Go. Okay. Jim, ten out of ten. Yeah. Relatable, lovable, what a goof. Okay, good. Oz, weird. Why is he hanging out with these dorks? He is an hot. Adonis it's type hot, character. Yeah. He's like the he's like the uh, who's the Jesus among actors? The uh, Japanese Keanu. Thank you. He's like the <laughs> Japanese. <laughs> sorry, isn't he half Asian? No. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> anyway, well, sorry. no, Jesus was was also Japanese. So, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bethlehem slash. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, so Oz. Kind of is all right. Uh, kind of boring. Adult for me. It doesn't do much for Chris I, Klein. I can't. I can't <laughs> let you slander Chris Klein. Right. He's a beautiful man. Yo. He's a perfectly serviceable actor, and I don't know why he didn't have a bigger career. All missed. Okay, and then the third, uh, Stifler. Uh, because there's yeah. at least some. Uh, he becomes part of the gang in he this He becomes film. part of the gang, but in in a way that it's he's insufferable, but you're just like, you can't take your eyes off of him. You just want to punch him, but also you kind of want to keep watching. The, the, and this is the thing. The biggest mistake that they made with American Wedding was making Stifler the main character. So you oh, don't really? want to do that. You've never seen American Wedding? Oh, God, no, man. Sucks. I have self-respect. It's not good. It's okay, not good. Okay, good. Yeah. Number four. Oh, also, Oz isn't in American Wedding. So that's one of the reasons it sucks. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Why would they take the lads out? Yeah. Why bother? Yeah. That's awful. Yeah. Um, it's not a good movie. No. And then, okay. So da da da. And then number four is, uh, sh- uh, sh- you know, the guy who's obsessed with Schiffler's mom. Finch. The Finch. The baby face. What a weirdo. Um, Eddie K. Thomas. Yeah. Really good actor. Good job. I, Never I, seen him again, in anything. Should have had a bigger career. I think he's, I think he. Yeah. Besides uh, Jason Biggs, I actually think he's the best in this, both movies. Do you think Michael Sarah just came in and was like, I'm everything now? No, Finch was like, no, I thought he was like, he, I think he's actually a very unique kind of guy. Yeah. And I wish he could have done more. Also, if you see a picture of him, like a recent picture of him, he looks the fucking same. Come on. This is a beautiful, nerdy dude. A little baby face. But you're forgetting one. And the last least likable piece of shit cock muffin is Kevin. Why don't you like Kevin? I hated him. He's so arrogant. And like, yes. you know, I I see myself being like a 10, 11 year old girl and be like, oh my God, Kevin, such a cutie. He's insecure. So cute. Yeah. And, and you know, he's just a soft boy. Yo, fuck that kid. Yeah. You're telling me he made Tara Reed feel ugly? Fuck out of here, bro. With your little face. Even though objectively he's the most attractive of the lot. He's the most conventionally attractive, I think. But maybe besides Oz, yeah. Yo, none of them are cute. They look, dress, act terrible. They're like slots. It, you got to go look up uh, the guy who plays Kevin. I'm sorry, I forget his name. But on, on Wikipedia, his Ugh. picture on Wikipedia, he looks so cute. He looks adorable. <laughs> he's got like a beard and like yeah. longer hair. And he just looks like he's like, I I took my American Pie money and now I surf all day. Okay. And I'm like, all right, fucking get it, Kevin. Because to be <laughs> perfectly honest, I, I like Kevin, but he's not giving a great performance not in this all, film. Man. Yeah. He's also forgettable. When he's not on screen, I'm just like not Which thinking is, about him. It's so funny because he's weirdly in both movies he's a very core part of the emotional drive of the story he because his brother played by 
I don't know. Oh, shit. Casey Affleck. Oh my god! Oh my god! Is the one who is oh, like yeah. who who is like his spirit guide to yeah. how to to relate to things. late late high school and then early college life. And then Kevin wow. is the one who in this movie is like, this is what we should do. We should go to the lake and we should do this. We should do what my brother did. Kevin really is like the emotional driver Damn. of these two films. Whereas like Jim is like the protagonist. Yeah. But Kevin, he's actually like his story forms a lot of the emotional relationship in it. It's really interesting because in American Pie 1 mm. and American Pie 2, Kevin is the one who kind of creates the situation which is like the lowest point for the gang. And then they have to yeah. they have to come around with Kevin to yeah. you know, yeah. Help him like boost him up too and yeah. be like, "Hey man, yeah. one so day you'll get it." Kevin, wet. mad respect. Ugh. None of don't take pre shit. Oh, fuck. Mad re- I don't know about mad respect. Hardcore but. hardcore respect. <sighs> All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Go on. Those are all the I those are all the things that I feel about this and so far it's all been just hey, they're so young and fucking gross. <laughs> what? I wish I wish I didn't have ever see it. I'm too old now. You really just straight up don't like these movies. I hate them. Oh. I hate American Pie. Bro. Yo, I feel like even if I was a kid, I would have a greater appreciation for it if I had seen it then. But what a shocking turn if I had watched it now at my old ass age and been yeah. like, yeah, I love the franchise, bro. That would be weird. Yeah, That'd be so strange. <laughs> be a strange turn of events. If you were like, oh my God, this is oh my God, God, relatable. I'm going to get all the direct to DVD ones as well. <laughs> like, yeah. So I am so late to the scene. And so therefore an unfair, I think, um, judgment of this. Yeah. Film. Like we watched them when we were younger and like, I, I watched them first when I was younger with like friends and we were, yeah, yeah. I wish I had had that. Yeah. Friends, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you can't relate to this film at no, all. Yeah. Because it's like a group of four. <laughs> What's that like? <laughs> all my friends are Carrie and Samantha and Miranda. Oh, gross. Ugh. Yeah, bro. Fucking. All right. Let's talk about the plot. Let's talk one more word. Nadia. Oh, yeah. Shannon Elizabeth. What? Oh, my God. An offensive slovakian or something oh out here just doing yeah. charity work falling in love can, with jim can i yeah and come on the shermanator. And shermanator can i be can i be uh admit something yeah i like i had no idea that shannon elizabeth was like a model who was not some like slovakian chick oh but like when i was a kid yeah like, oh, right, i, I right, don't know right, who right. that was like i was too young to really of understand course, who that of was course. yeah i remember first seeing shannon elizabeth in was it Scream or one of the... Is she the one who gets stabbed in the breast yeah. and gets the yeah, silicone yeah, yeah. ripped out of her? Yes. Yeah. And just yeah. being like, that girl's just hot saying, as fuck. Just saying that joke makes me... <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. yeah. Scream. Mm-hmm. Not Scream. Scary movie. Scary movie. Scary Thank movie, you. Scream. Scary movie. <laughs> yeah. The one where what they, they, they stab the dick through the guy's head. That movie. <sighs> I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. What's I, not to love? What's up? Honestly, I tried to watch scary movie like a couple years ago like rewatch it and i was like this is this is a tough watch even yeah, dude. even worse than waiting i thought actually that's, to me that's all the pies because i'm yeah. like in this one there's not even a pie he fucks so i'm like what am i doing 
watching a lack of pies but there's know. glue the glue is the pie in this one yeah true there's glue that's a great there so <laughs> my what my feeling about this movie is that in in my opinion yeah one of the reasons i still like it and still enjoy watching it which i'm not saying like i'm a bastard of taste for that vibe <laughs> but like in broad strokes mm. the movie is not funny like the yeah. the big set pieces are not very funny in my opinion. Mm-hmm. The gags, the the touching the ass, the blah, blah the the gluing himself to himself. Okay. But but all of that, like the big marquee set pieces of this film, mm-hmm. I just do not think are very funny. But there are little things in between that I do still <laughs> find funny. Yeah. Like some of the performances and some of the like so okay, I'll give you an example. Yeah. <laughs> when <laughs> when the when they have the lesbians doing their thing over the CB radio, yeah, and the mm-hmm. kid has the, hears it on his CB, the little child hears it, yeah, and then the dad gets a hold of it, and then later <laughs> yeah. you see him and he's just like his Listening. eyes glaze over, fantasizing. But the way that guy delivers, where he's like, "I'm not hungry," <laughs> is so funny. Don't disturb me. I have everything I need. Oh, perfect. <laughs> like that stuff. I do really find funny. Every time someone says something angrily out loud and frazzled way, I think that yeah, is your it's, jam. It's these little and and the the guy, my, the most underrated performance, the the uh, that Camp stuff guy. is like it's yeah. it is good. Like, I, but it, yes, overall the movie these in broad strokes is not very funny. <laughs> yeah, let's get into the plot. Let's, let's talk about it. how unfunny it is. Yeah, Jim is at college at the end of his first year, he, and he's trying to trying to get on with his lady that he's never <laughs> had sex with yep and uh obviously then eugene levy yeah <sighs> eugene levy his father walks yeah. in on him trying to have sex with this lady and then her parents walk in on them yep and it's a classic classic jape <laughs> classic jim jape inevitably eugene levy is there whenever jim has his dick out here's another thing eugene levy <laughs> does have really funny moments in like eugene levy is so fully committed to this role that it works <laughs> perfectly for what he does yeah. and later speaking of the gluing myself to myself uh part where he's like don't forget your penis cream Oh, just <laughs> Eugene Levy looks so much like most Indian uncles to me that I I have like PTSD from his face. Mm-hmm. Every time he's on screen, I try not to look at his face. Interesting, because like, he's a neck Jewish down. Canadian. Yeah, I, it's the eyebrows, man. He's <laughs> yeah. just blessed with a face full of hair. I don't know what it is. Yeah, but even when I like would see him in movies when I was a kid. It was terrifying. Yeah. So it He's, was odd for him to like walk into the room with his son having sex and be like, oh, hey, Jim. Yeah. He's got <laughs> quite a face. I, as uh, I told you, something that I fucking love from American Pie 1 is when he's just like, he's just around the house and then Jim will, will like walk out of his room and be <laughs> like, oh, oh, hello. I didn't see you there. <laughs> oh, <It's>, Jim. <laughs> like that stuff is fucking hilarious. And what Eugene did- Levy went on to be in every one of these films. Oh Ever, yeah, dude. even the direct to DVD ones. Come He's on. been in like nine American Pie films. This is Hell fucking yeah. cashing that check. And then the modern day uh, American Pie, Shit's Creek. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, knocking yeah. it out of the park. So the gang gets back together after college. Chris and Mina Suvari are together, but Mina Suvari is like, "Oh, I'm going to Spain to do this like fucking summer abroad." It's like, dude, why? Yeah. And then 
Kevin and Vicky have broken up since the last year. Well, I think they broke up at the end of the last movie, whatever. And Finch comes back from New York all cultured and stuff, and he's but he's still obsessed with Stifler's mom. Yeah. They have a party at Stifler's house, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the they kind of set up the, like, why does it feel so different to be back from college stakes of the whole thing? Why is everything so fucking weird? Stifler gets peed on. Big plot point. <laughs> peed on by a future f- star from Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Oh, my God. Harold John, himself. John Cho. Yeah. And so basically, like, Kevin is like, why is everything so weird? He asked Casey Affleck. He's like, what's going on? And Casey Affleck in a just two incredible cameos in, in these movies <laughs> for the weirdest. Ca- Casey Affleck for all of three seconds and still, my God. But, like, how? Yeah. So, like, did they... This guy. It, it's such so but at that time Casey Affleck's not that famous, but it's such a cameo mm-hmm. role that it's like, did they just call like everyone from Goodwill Hunting? And they were like, <laughs> Matt Damon said no, Ben Affleck said no. But Casey Affleck's hey. like, who? Casey who? It's like, well, he's Ben Affleck's brother. It's like, fuck it, whatever. I in. mean, whatever. Yeah. 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 That's probably where instead of making it for ten million, the one million extra I came from <laughs> was to pay Casey Affleck. Because they had to pay him for thirty seconds. Yeah. Yeah. So Casey Affleck's like, you should do this thing that we did. We went to Lake Michigan. We rented this house. It was the most legendary summer. It's it's all that fucking MTV bullshit. <laughs> and uh, so they go and they rent this lake house. It's uh, it's all of them, including Stifler. They had to invite Stifler to help pay for all of this course. stuff. They become house painters, which is a very college thing to do. Oh, yeah? Um, yeah, definitely. Oh, cool. To be perfectly frank like one thing i like about this movie is i'm like i admire that tenacity to do that for a summer and just be like i am getting the fuck out of my hometown and going away to yeah yeah hey you can relate because you've done like cool odd jobs and i was a window cleaner all right what's up yeah on like a residential window cleaner so i was very similar that was fun i met tons of lesbians no i'm just kidding (laughs) um but like i was like I, I I didn't go home in for one summer in university, and I yeah. was like window cleaner. That was that was actually very fun because I didn't have to go to class, and I was like in the city. I went to university, and then just mm. getting sunstroke. Would you say that you were like, huh? Now that I've seen American Pie, a career uh, trajectory. I was like, I'm kind of doing it. Ten kinda, years later, I'm doing you're it. Like, yeah. yeah, I did compulsive things. I went to this music festival because like a friend called me on like a Wednesday and was yeah. like, "I don't have anyone to go to the music festival for. Do you have this much money?" I was like, "Yeah." And like, "All right, come with me." I was like, "Okay." Oh shit! Yeah, it was yeah, it was really dumb. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. but the music festival was amazing. Um, anyway, so you know, college shit. Yeah, this was my college experience. That was my American Pie too. <laughs> and so then Nadia surprises Jim, and she's like, "I'm gonna be here at the end of the summer." Mm-hmm. Uh oh. I want to, I, for some reason, do I want to do charity work and sleep with you. Yeah. <laughs> As part of my culture, As part of we my do give back. experiencing American culture. Ugh, rough, and then, man, rough. So Jim is like, oh, God, I, I, he didn't have sex with anyone over college, so he's had no experience since he had sex with Michelle at prom Yeah, when he was used by the band geek. So he goes <laughs> to find Michelle at band camp yeah. to get pointers on, you know. What, How good was the sex? What did I do well? What could I improve on? Yeah. You know, the normal corporate kind of uh, re- performance review. Yeah. And she said you were terrible and everything. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then, you know, he plays a trombone in front of a bunch of people. People yeah. all think that he has Down syndrome. It's normal, normal <laughs> 90s, early 2000s comedy shit. Every time she was on screen, I was like, all right, I want to pay more attention now. Oh, she's funny. I love their, like, uh, chemistry 
whatever like tutor student relationship they had going on she also managed to in her performance managed to maintain the shtick which mm-hmm. you could easily see becoming kind of obnoxious but she managed to like keep it to a normal level that yeah. you're like oh i can handle hearing this lady talk a, a bunch yes and like like <laughs> um is that part where she's like uh where, where she first meets him yeah. at the at the band camp and she's like yeah because this one time here <laughs> like it's it's like a funny delivery because yeah holy potatoes <laughs> yeah bro stop Allison stop it fucking rules like you're already like you got red hair and white skin you don't got to do none of this yeah but yeah and then we have the scene with red-headed ben shapiro <laughs> I can understand by the tone of my voice that I'm angry. Yeah. Uh, my favorite person in the world. They have a party. Um, that's like a big sausage fest. The Shermanator. Yeah. The Shermanator says. Oh, it's so funny because like they, they have these parties and yet everyone from their hometown just still manages to make it there. How the hell? And it's it's fantastic. But it's also very 90s or early 2000s where everyone's just like, yeah, I'm available. It's very like it's a sit- drop of a hat. A sitcom film. Kind yeah. Of, yeah. Yeah. Um, so... Th- Another very important thing happens at this party with the Shermanator is yeah. that Natasha Leone is like, <laughs> get your fucking act together. Reality check, It's so dog. stupid. Yeah. And then he's all like bummed out and uh, yeah. she calls him a freak, which is fair. Kevin and Vicky reconcile this party a little bit and they talk about who they slept with at college, blah, blah, blah. That we bring up the, the rule of three, which is yeah. Kevin was like, oh, I slept with three girls. And then Natasha Leone later says like, he probably slept with one or none. And Vicky said there was one guy. <laughs> probably slept with three so the, very important pop the rule culture. of threes is also like really wrong math <laughs> i know this because i went to math um, I, it's it, the whole time they're like whatever number they say divide it by three it should still be one natasha leone is like whatever they say you divide it by three so he could have slept with one or none and then she's like yeah. it's an exact science i'm like well if there's like a if there's the difference between zero and one, then it's not 100%. that exact a science. Like it's it's kind of like a vague science. Yeah. And then Oz is trying to have like long distance sex with yeah, uh, Mina Savari while she's in Spain. Oh my god! Forward, forward, forward! All that shit was I, so boring to me. Can I um? Can I pause at what I think happened here in yeah. reality? American Pie One comes out in 1999. So does a little movie called American Beauty. Minu Savari is in both. Oh. And then Minu Savari probably becomes, because of American Beauty, becomes a much bigger star. Not that Minu Savari was ever like massive, but very good working actor. Yeah. She goes on to be in Six Feet Under, I think I've said before, and she's fantastic. I I really like her as an actress. She's great. When she's in these, like she's young, she's just getting it together. But really, in American Beauty, she is excellent. A hundred percent. No denying it. So perfect in that fucking movie. For sure. And what I think happened here was that she might have been working on other things and they couldn't get her to film at the same time. I think there was a scheduling conflict and they had to write her being somewhere else. Yeah. If she wasn't there at all, that'd be fine too. No, it works out. The thing is, is that Oz actually doesn't really have a character arc in this movie at all, all, which is probably why he was written out of um, American Wedding. Yeah. Which is a shame because as I've said, I actually like Chris Klein as an actor and I think he's doing well. I think he was doing well until they wrote him out of the film series. What so, are they going to do? Because the rest of the guys are just like ground level worms. And then he's just like the tallest worm with that top hat. Yeah. They're, he's going to get picked up by a bird. I've, so the bird is worry. Did you take biology when you were younger? Is I that, did. Yeah. I did mathology. <laughs> and so when you divide it by zero, 
you get a worm. All right. Okay. I'm tired. I'm tired out here. <laughs> tired of these movies. Tired of these fucking jokes. All right. And so then we have the big lesbian set piece, which is, it is what it is. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, like yeah. kind of tries to replicate what happened yeah. in a way in American Pie 1, which it, American Pie 1 is like, that is like a, a very legendary set piece. The Shannon Elizabeth on the internet. Oh, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. he accidentally broadcasts it to the whole town. Yeah. Blink-182 shows up. <laughs> Like, Fucking yeah. What and this the amount of screen time they get? Great, great. Just all but of that quality. But before you insult them, which I suspect I would ne- you might I do, never would. Blink One Eighty Two was my favorite band growing up. So I agree. Like the music is not all the mu- bangers, right? They they also you know what I you know what I love about their use of the fucking amazing band Blink One Eighty Two in this these films. Yeah, they use two songs. And both of them are like not their popular songs. They use a oh, yeah, fucking yeah. amazing song called Mutt in American Pie yeah. One. And then they use another song from a their third album or whatever that's great. But it doesn't mm. matter. Blink Twenty Two is great. Also, very funny people. Seen them live, they're hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Saw them live on their like first of nine hundred reunion tours. And oh great. my god. Yeah. Oh, millennial music scene. <laughs> Take me home and shoot me. <laughs> fucking great. Yeah. Great yeah. band. I all the music in both the films I thought was great. Like uh, yes, it brings you right back. You're like, oh shit, because I find myself getting checked out when they're just chatting. Like especially Mina Savari and Oz's character doing the phone back and forth. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then a song piece will come on. A song yeah. piece as a they so- do. A, a whole piece of a whole song. A whole piece of a a ting tong. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, I'm back again. Yeah, the, it's the, a good choice. The soundtrack in this in uh, AP two is yeah. better than the first one and it has some like really real bangers i already mentioned everywhere by michelle branch um mm-hmm. uh the blink song is blink i call them blink because it's just how i yeah, roll I'm- um is um every time i look for you which is really good song and then so. there's hash pipe by weezer and there's oh, another shit. really fucking incredible offspring song called want you bad which is fucking great oh yeah and then more importantly, they play two Sum 41 songs to represent Canada <laughs> appropriately. Damn. Um, they play In Too Deep and Fat Lip, I think, which is like... Oh, my God, Fat man, Lip. I'm so hard confessing how terrible my taste in music was for <laughs> so many years. But You're not alone. You're not give alone. Give a fuck. Uh, whoever selected this list of bangers, I, David Lawrence, music but by David Lawrence. The thing, The thing is, is that like, this you know what has really changed about film in the early 2000s and late and 90s it was so much more common to have a movie with yeah a bunch of songs yeah gathered rather than like music supervisors were so much more common in mm-hmm. that they would select these pieces and and like the way that they're actually dramatically shown on screen through montage and stuff yeah that doesn't really happen anymore well royalties and shit yeah they've become a lot more expensive i know that yeah. but it also like it it's weird maybe someone has written about this or somewhere or made like a, a, a youtube video or something but it's interesting to see how that actually changed the literal scenes we see on screen and films mm. is mm-hmm. like because you could use these things like in this movie there's like four or five montages using a song and you just don't really see that very much anymore yeah, you, not that it doesn't exist but you know it yeah true and it's like of its time right so in, in 90s and aughts it would be blink 182 fat lip da 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 and then now uh a show that comes to mind is well like we said sex life with college girls 
uses current songs to like filler. Uh, Issa Rae's Insecure it does it. It transitions with, like, out of the scenes, whereas in, yeah, in these yeah. movies, it tells a part of the story, right? It shows a montage yeah. to skip forward in time. True. You know what's in a good example? We just, last night, we hung out with a friend and we watched Call Me By Your Name for the first time. Yeah. And they do, they use a, this one song twice in that movie, but it's used in the world of the song. It's called diegetic music, right? So oh. the people on screen hear it, and they're dancing to it, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, right, that's more common today mm. when you hear a pop song or something in a, in a film. It's more common that it's actually part of the, the world yeah. instead of being... Yeah, it's interesting. But I find... I don't know. Maybe I'll become a YouTube star and talk about this, but whatever. <laughs> or some take my idea. I don't give a shit. But like that's... I think it definitely is reduced because of monetary restraints. Yeah, because like every, every time or like the few times when... Um, you see like a movie with uh, it's it must happen so rarely but like if i ever see like hear or a movie or see a movie with like taylor swift or beyonce i'm just yeah. like how much did that cost how much did it that must cost? have just been insane yeah dude. even um the batman and, and i'm mixed i have mixed feelings about it not this movie i love the movie but yeah. i have mixed feelings about the fact that they use a nirvana song in it because yeah for the longest time uh courtney love was famously very protective of of allowing mm. nirvana's music to be used mm-hmm. for good reason but the other thing <laughs> i was talking to someone about this after the batman i have lots of questions about that movie for one what happens to the cat at the end but <laughs> but also i'm like so does it mean that did does nirvana exist in the world of batman then or a version of it w- but like you know what i mean because yeah. it's like it's like so are you saying that nirvana is like w- if Nirvana yeah. toured in the 90s would they've gone to Gotham City 100% I don't know I just find that yeah anyway but you don't see that very often yeah and if you do it's often like one song because they can afford one song also it, it matches the grungy vibe I that's the thing is I don't really think it does you, this is my does diatribe it take you about out? Batman does it, it take does you take out? me out oh. of something like the Batman yes it takes me out oh but, yeah okay yeah. okay but unless it's like Beyonce's crazy in love in uh 50 shades of gray you're pretty is it in 50 shades i don't think it's crazy in love but it's one of the got me looking so crazy but right you, now. You know oh that is the one that is yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah um but you know what though too 50 shades of gray famously has has like a really good soundtrack however yeah. they also like it was probably cheaper for them to get ellie golding to record that yeah, song dude. love oh, me yeah. like you do which i remember it off the top of my head because it's an amazing song hell yeah um, it was probably like cheaper to get her like Tovlo to write it and Ellie Goulding to record it than For it was sure. to get a perf- the perfect song that might have cost millions of dollars. That's how weird that is. What a shame. It's such a weird system. I know. But I understand that people are like, it's not weird. People just want to make a fuck ton of money. Give and, them the yeah. money because whatever Fifty Shades of Grey would have made $50 million. Yeah, I don't know. Shit. Anyway. It's the, no American this, Pie. The, so. the thing is, like, the soundtrack in the, the, both these movies is amazing. And it's like, it can be so full of stuff. Yeah. That's what's so cool about it. Oh, they also you, they also have uh, American Hi-Fi's Flavor of the Week in this movie, which is a fucking amazing one-hit wonder. Yeah. All right. Okay. So we have that lesbian set piece. Getting back <laughs> to that. That's over. Jim practices more with, like, Michelle. Um, and they kind of start, like, following for each other. Like, practices with the... And now there's a moment in this scene too, which is one of those small, funny moments yeah. Yeah. where Jim is like touching her breasts <laughs> and she's just like 
got her she's just like rolling her eyes yeah and then when jim was like does it matter clockwise counterclockwise <laughs> <laughs> Babe, those are the exact words on our third date so yeah. <laughs> am i learning now but also this is why jason biggs is so good like the way he's just like his he's like fing- his like fingers are just like so qu- weirdly caressing her tits <laughs> No! Yeah, the incredible. discomfort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there and then Michelle puts a a trumpet up his ass, which is as he do, as he do when you're teaching real. someone how to love. Yeah, and uh, and then return a, a montage separates this a little bit, and then Stifler yeah. is like, I got everyone porn and lube. Oh, good. Here you go. Yeah, so, which is what a what a what a guy fun to go fun to go to a lake house with a bunch of dudes and be like everyone jack off <laughs> <laughs> which like led me to believe that there is a time when in uh college world america that guys would get together and watch porn together i think or so independently staying in a lake house like you said and be like let us partake in uh, sensual uh experience i think what's more normal is that you all watch it separately and take notes and then you get mm. together at like it's kind of like a book club but for porn <laughs> oh the good old days oh my god then jim mistakes the lube for the glue and he glues himself glue. to himself yeah and he puts his can i just say he gets way too many strokes in with the super glue yeah because i i always i think that every time that scene comes on why because super glue it's immediate instantaneous that's i think that's where the super comes from so Sorry about the false marketing through Jim's hands. Also, I thought I I never thought about it this time, but but then he he calls someone and he's like, oh god, okay, hold on. <laughs> There's another Jason fucking Biggs man <laughs> when he has the tape in his hand, yeah, and he th- tries <laughs> to throw it under, it the, under bed. the bed and then whips <laughs> it back up. It is perfect. It's the Jim Carriest of scenes. Yeah, it is perfectly executed. But then he calls he calls like poison control basically yeah and then he's like oh i can get paint thinner it's like you're gonna rub paint thinner on. you're gonna be you're Burning. gonna have cancer in like a year that's like chernobyling your entire genital area yeah <laughs> wild but uh, don't but worry when he, you're young and virile nothing can get yeah. in the way of a man in a glue <laughs> <laughs> nothing can get between the love of man and his glue Sick. so um he goes to the hospital he gets it all worked out and then he's like, "Oh, Nadia's coming the end of the week." Yeah. But I, and I need to, I need to be in commission. Yeah. To, yeah. Free my hand. Yeah. And my junk. And then, um, basically that's that's the last big like comedy set piece. The next morning, Stifler's brother arrives, which upsets Finch because Finch had been waiting for Stifler's mother to arrive. Yeah. Um, another great little moment where still no mom. Where uh. <laughs> Finch is like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Points at his brother, and yeah. be like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, because he's been quote unquote saving his reserves. He's been tantric. Oh, yeah. And so he's tantless. Yeah. Once his brother arrives, and then Nadia arrives early, so Jim has to pretend he's dating Michelle. Yeah. And uh, so as not to disappoint, it's all very silly. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, it's, I think that part of I'm it. I'm just coming to understand that this movie's a little goofy. Yeah, I'll just yeah. say. <laughs> silly goose movie. And then the day of the party, 
his his genital area is all cleared up. Yeah. And he has to fake break up with Michelle. Yep. So that Nadia, so that he's free to hook up with Nadia. Mm-hmm. And Michelle, what a sport the whole time. She's like, I'll help you practice. But she likes it. And then she falls. And she falls for him. For Jason chub face. She falls Biggs. too hard. Yeah. Sorry, Michelle. Well, not quite yet. But the night of the party, mm-hmm. Jim realizes he is he is a band geek. He's one yeah. of the band nerds. He also falls right back. Yeah. And then he goes and he, and this movie does a thing that I hate where he has to go perform in front of a bunch of people to Hell win her yeah. love. Well, like how else do you prove it? Yeah, true. By by dumping Nadia, she's free to hook up with the Shermanator. Come which is, on. Mm, golden. Oh. And uh, then we also learn that Kevin hasn't really moved on from Vicky because she brings a date to the party. And then he admits that he, the exact science of the rule of three, he slept with zero women. Yep. Uh, which is a tragedy in any man's life. I don't know. And then, <laughs> and then you know, they go back and they have the greatest party ever. Mina Savari surprises Oz. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone's happy. Yeah. And then that's almost the end of the movie, except that uh, Janine shows up at the end to whisk Finch away yeah. to make love for three days. Good old uh, famous black actor Jennifer Coolidge. <laughs> yeah. Blackest actor big in the American dick. Pie series. Yeah. And what a way to steal a scene. Because she's in either film. She's there for maybe a couple minutes. Yeah. And oh, what a force. She's yeah, great. She's, she's great. It's the only reason I stayed till the end of this goddamn film is to see if she shows oh, up. Oh, come on. I shit you not, man. Fucking, it's great. It was rough, but I did it for you, JC. LL Cool JC. <laughs> what about Jay Biggs? He's all right. <laughs> fucking sweaty mess. Bro, Sick. This movie is awesome. <laughs> I got Finn, a, that's it. I got a top five for I you. I love it. Yeah, top five times this movie rocked. Uh, we just went over them. Done. Top five <laughs> things to glue your hand to instead <laughs> of your penis. Okay. What if I want to glue my hand? No, just kidding. I ref- no. Mm-hmm. This one's for Jason Big. Number five, glue your hand to your other hand and stop moving. Yeah. Just be. That would that helps if you're in church on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> or in your bed. Yeah. Or among people or women. <laughs> Glue your hand to your other hand. Number four, glue your hand to boobies. Okay, consensually, ladies, gents, gays, and days. Glue your hand to yes. a single Sorry. boob. Please, please check with your partner yeah. that they're okay with you gluing your hand to yeah. their boobie. Yeah, I mean, not to, maybe directly. I don't know. Have a layer of clothing between it. But well, yeah. I mean, this is the thing. Communication is important in a relationship, so check with your partner. Cup a boob with glue in your hand. It's therapeutic. Yeah science look it up number three glue your hand to a book <laughs> do some reading i've been trying yeah. have a good time read a bit don't stop reading till the book falls off your arm <laughs> at a point in time the book becomes an extension of your arm and thereby an extension of your heart yeah so wear that heart on your sleeve and glue that sleeve to a book <laughs> this is your copywriter's mind work at work here what do you mean this is all riff <laughs> uh number two glue your hand to this episode of the low ceiling <laughs> Wait, this episode's Please. over. <laughs> glue it to the next one. <laughs> Just glue it to your phone. Glue it to your phone. Glue it. To, oh, that's a good one. Wait, but there people already do that. Glue your 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 preferred podcasting app. That's <laughs> maybe probably Spotify, but we're yeah. not. We don't care. We, we just care. listen on whatever you want. If you if you if you are a sociopath yeah. yeah go ahead and listen on other platforms but if you listen on spotify yeah you're a good person and we keep don't, doing it yeah glue glue so you can keep listening to uh pre-182 and john 182 
on this episode yeah. of the low ceiling. And number one, glue your hand to the ground. So look down. Why? <laughs> stay down and reflect upon the shame that you should feel for enjoying this film. Mm. Shame. Stay down. None found. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right, ladies? Rip your hand off. Yeah. Yeah. Top five. Top five. Please don't. Please don't glue it to your junk. Not good. Oh. <sighs> Are you excited to do American Wedding? <laughs> I'm going to kill you. Divorce office this instant. I'm going to make you watch American Wedding <laughs> at some point. Yeah. Christ. It's not going to be next, but I'll I'll sneak it on you. Yeah. I'll be like, hey, babe, we're, we're going to watch Killers of the Flower Moon. <laughs> and I'll be like, no. And what it turns American out Reunion? it's American Why? Wedding four times. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hot. Yeah. Everybody go watch The White Lotus. Shout out to JC. Yeah, whatever. Hey. <laughs> She's our Jesus Christ. Yeah, White Lotus is very good. Yeah. All right. Thank you for listening. Bye. This has been the low ceiling. <laughs> I'm alone now. <laughs> Pre literally left. She glued her hand to the outside of the building <laughs> and left. It's just me now. Get me out of here. No, she, she's not here. She's gone. She's gone. Thank you for listening. I've been John. Pre is out the window. Goodbye. American by Two is a great movie. <laughs> it's a fantastic film. Um, and since Bree turned off her mic, she cannot protest. Thank you for listening. American by Two rules. Goodbye. <laughs>